what happened with Elizabeth and Norina and all this, it was not India, it was the same, the countesses and the princesses and all that. <laughs> Yeah. They led a real beggarly life here. Yeah. Life of poverty and purity. Yeah. What happened to them? They were eating the same food. You won't believe my... I have seen with my own eyes Elizabeth being given to take old shoes, you know, for repair in a big city. And she would contain them. Of course, she, and she was driving a car, had a car and all. It was not new life, by the way. She would stop the car at the corner, at the cobbler shop, collect all the shoes in a skirt like that, you see. I, I, I was also marketing at the time, differently, for grain and other things. And all of a sudden I came across Elizabeth there on the street. And I was wondering, what's the matter? Elizabeth, can I be of any help? She said, no, it's all there. I've got old shoes for repair. She collects all this, goes across the road, you see, with the skirt there, and offers that for repairs and all that. Yeah. What about Kitty, Rano, Nani, and all those people? They were real tough. Here we find the youngsters, you say, oh, I'm so tired and I want to lie down after lunch, they say. They, after day's work, there's no question of lying down or resting or anything. Another work, another thing, here, there, and all that. What must be the stamina? One, one thing, I don't know whether you all know about it or not, we are traveling in a train. The whole group is going. I think, I don't know how many carriages are there, filled with Baba people there. And because it was the time there, these people were, had little money and all that, so they had reserved compartments, carriages for Baba and for the women and for the money and all that. So Baba wanted a coupe. You know what a coupe is? Just for two persons. So Baba and I are in a coupe. And naturally at some distance there are other carriages there, there are some women here, some women there, men there, men there, men there, and all that, in different carriages. Unfortunately, what had happened was that now we, we travel, we are traveling, the train is an express train. It, Baba's, it's now, now Evening time, night, we call it night now, it's at nine o'clock. And I spread Baba's bedding and all that on his seat. It was a comfortable thing, first class, at the time of the Britishers, not the present first class. So Baba says, what is this? Why, why are these jerks here in the carriage? So, because of my engineering trend of thinking and all that, I said, Baba, because our carriage is attached to the engine naturally, it's linked, it's is adjacent to the engine, so naturally it is like that, being carried here and there. He says, you go and tell Elizabeth that their carriage is there, you know. So tell them that the four of them, they had a carriage for four, so the four of them should come here and that carriage should be vacated for him. So I said, oh, next station you'd go run there and tell them. Did you hear the story before? No. So what happened is that I wake them up at about 10.30 when the next junction came. I said, uh, Elizabeth, Baba has said this, the carriage is too jerky and all that, and so she, he wants you to get transferred here and he would occupy this. And I said, not, not now, 
at the next junction now, then you remain prepared. I will come with Baba's bedding and other luggage. I will dump it here and go back again and get Baba. In the meantime, you all come here. You follow? Because mm-hmm. we can't... Uh, yeah, the whole thing cannot be done like that. It's night time now. This is about 11.30 or almost midnight, you may call it. She gets a thought with all the paraphernalia of the luggage and all the women are there, the four of them are there. So she gets a thought. She had a... She was a brainy woman. So she said, if I were to go from the platform side, what would happen is that there would be so many passengers coming inside and getting out and all that. It would be hindrance. She had to walk a long distance to get to the first bogey, that is the compartment. So she thought of getting down on the other side. There's a clear passage. Nobody's there on the tracks there, in between the two tracks. So she can come easily, quickly, and be there with big bedding that she had of her own order. So what is happening now? I also get the same thought in my mind. And I thought that it would be a nice idea because I had to have two things to be done. I had to rush back to that, to that compartment there to put the luggage and then come back and take Baba also with me. So that Baba had to carry or take him from the platform side. So I thought this, I jumped there with Baba's bedding roll and all that with me. And I'm going like this in the darkness, mind you, with the bedding roll and all that. And there she comes in the darkness and there is a collision that takes place. <laughs> and I don't know what who is there, you see, and I just try to see Elizabeth is there on the track. <laughs> and I try to help her now, try to help her and all that. So yes, don't worry, you go and put the luggage, Baba's luggage, you'll lose time and all that. She has fallen, mind you, on the track with all that heavy load on her chest. I don't know how she retrieved herself, what she did, I don't know. But when I came again that way, she was walking towards her. I helped her there and put it there. So such was the life. You made it. I made it. The transfer. Huh? You made the transfer before the train started. Yeah, we made the transfer. I then took Baba from the platform side and put him there, and that's how. So, means such such type of life was there. At four o'clock in the morning, we are in no man's land in this blue bus. Right on the top, there is a luggage, you know, piled up there, and I am there as a solitary guard there, in this, lying down there, sleeping, resting. I was the driver of the bus. Naturally, all the luggage is there, and we are at a place in called no man's land full of tribals, they, they, their, you may call it their homes are in caves, you know, these in northwest frontier, where the war is going on, Afghan war and all these things, in the mountain regions. It's very dangerous. There's a lot of looting taking place and all that. So I'm, I, we had parked ourselves in the night, for the night, on way, and at four o'clock, I hear some noise right on the top of the roof of this blue bus. So I immediately come out. I said, who is that on the top? I put the torch there. And whom do I find at four o'clock in the morning? Kitty right on the top. <laughs> I said, Kitty, what are you doing here? She said, no, I'm just trying to search potatoes and onions I want for the breakfast and all that. So she was going through all the baskets over there trying to get the things out. Just imagine this. Like, yeah. These things cannot be forgotten. 
Why would they do it? She was a British. Would a British do it? No, for the love of God, yeah. Whether it is America, England, <laughs> anywhere, it's just for the love. And he gets it done. We don't do it. We have that thought that, well, we will do it for the love of God. But if we want to do it, we won't be able to do it. He gets it done. You might be wondering that we, how we withstood the new life and all that. No, brother. He got it done. He wanted it. He had it. Yeah. He gets things done.